This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello, and welcome back to the Sunday special episode of the UA Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. We love a Sunday special. Love it. A little bite-sized episode. Great to share. We're in the new year. We we don't... Mid-January. This is the longest month of the year. Mid-Jan... It is a long month. It's a long, long Long month. haul. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, but this is the time of year. Share a podcast. People... Oh, yeah. People are getting their shit together this year. Get your shit together. Maybe they got more hours in the day. They're not drinking. They're doing like a sober January. Are you the- doing a sober January? <laughs> you did that last year, I think. I've done it before. I, I, think, I think it's worth yeah. it. Okay. I think it's like, it's easy to make fun of. It's a fun yeah. punchline. It's like, right. you know, it becomes a little bit basic because you hear about it from like the same type of person. But like, I get it. Yeah. It's like I a went, sober you know, Sunday. Right. Yeah. I do a Sunday every now and again. Yeah. I'm I'm wet January. Wet January. That's right. <laughs> You're get, getting wet in all kinds of different ways. Always. A lot of precipitation up in here. A wreck January. Amazing. <laughs> I I are you are you drinking this month? Um, I'm drinking like when there's an activity to drink for. I think that's the, like the, where I'm trying to move towards. That's where I'm trying right. to take my cruise ship. Okay. Not you know. I should not drink because my brother's wedding's coming up. I gotta shred for the wedding. Yeah, shredding for the wedding. Do you feel the pressure? A little bit. I'm gonna be in pictures, photos. Yeah. Are you? Are you best man? Women at the wedding. You're making a speech. I got it. This is a lot of pressure. Yeah, you're comedian. I assume you're the best man. It's always if, if you're not your brother's, your only brother's best man for a wedding. I always judge it. That would be like that's yeah. and then you saw occasionally you see it happen and it's always a little weird. It's a little weird. Yeah. It's it's or like the fr- they have a duel. Right. They got to include the other guy. Yeah. You could yeah. tell it was like a kind of an uncomfortable thought process. I don't like it that. at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you're the best man? Yeah, he they didn't do it. You know, she's got two sisters and okay. you know, it was kind of very keep it on the inside. He's not even doing a bachelor party. Wow. Like he is. I mean, what's the date that's coming out? Uh, <laughs> the next weekend. Like, I'm just not going. Right. No, he is it's next weekend. I'm planning oh, wow. it. It's a great, great weekend for a bachelor party. Yeah, we're excited. Uh, we're going to play golf. So, it, but it's like my brother, my dad, my uncle and I. Okay. So you said no strippers. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to go to hold my With dad's the- hand at the strip club. It <laughs> <laughs> does not sound fun. I don't, you know, I'm not really a stripper guy. I, you right. know, I'm just not. That's At good. this point in life, I, I've gone. Come on. Right. I always Come on. Wish I, I could, love strippers. I always no. wish I could see into the bachelor parties to see who the, because we never get to know the, the ladies. We never get to know who the stripper guys are. Well, here's what I will say. <laughs> Every bachelor party has one guy who's too into going to the strip club. Right. And they're annoying. They're, they're annoying me. We're judging their marriage. We're judging right. everything about them. I don't know if he's your guy. But and and guys don't go home and report this shit. We just go, yeah, he's annoying. Yeah. Like I, I remember I was on one bachelor party. This guy wouldn't stop about strip clubs, and I'm like, dude, enough, <laughs> enough. I, I, I want to well, like, I want to be with women who might want to fuck me, right? You know, like well, you as like a single guy who I who has game seems. 
Oh, um, game. I, I, I think that, I mean, like it's, I could think, I think the strip club thing seems like a safe adventure for like a, right. a married man. Yeah. But it's like, an, like if we don't want to do it, we don't want to do it. Right. You know, like it's <laughs> Stop like making I, us look right. at, these, at these titties. Well, because, <laughs> well, it becomes, a, it does. <laughs> it becomes a moral thing. As right. weird as that sounds, it becomes like, oh, you don't like, you don't like naked women. It's like, right. it's hard in this, in the group to go against it. Right. You know, because it's like he always kind of thinks he's right. He, the general strip okay. club guy, is always like, what? Right. What, you don't want to go to the strip? What, what are we doing? And that's why, like, when I plan a bachelor party, as I have. Did you plan this one? Yeah. You need tentpole events. You need things to do. You yeah, want, like, of course. Men like to just f make fun of each other, drink, eat, and look at women, but not approach them. That's what they like to do. Just look. And just look. And, you know, the single ones will go approach. There's a couple married ones who like to, you know, they'll have, they'll, some, have some fun. They'll they'll do like the talk to women and. Right. But like, you know, they got their, uh, you know, they, they keep got their the rings on. on. Yeah. They, the wings are clipped. Okay. They keep <laughs> the rings on. Uh, I've never noticed. Yeah. Okay. I've never really seen a guy take off his ring for, I've never been friends with that guy. Okay. That's generally. Good. All right. It's been a while. So maybe now <laughs> they've changed. They're divorced now. Well, I have it. a couple of friends of mine that are like, can you get it together so you can have a bachelor party? Like I'm, we're now so far this. out that they need it. Right. Well, it's funny. My, so my friends and I were planning a, a it is our collective 35th birthday this year. Okay. 198, everyone born 1989. Um, is Taylor turning, Swift year. Is turn, yeah, the Taylor Swift year and Taylor Swift. We're all turning 35 this year. Okay. So we're doing a girl's trip. Love it. Um, to, for all, for our collective birthdays. So we don't have to go to anyone's fucking 35th birthday. I think it's a great <laughs> idea. What are you going to do? We're going to, uh, Cancun. Cancun. Beach Dance by noon. with the devil. Beach, Beach by, by noon. noon. Love it. Yeah. A nicer place in Cancun. Like it's not like. Yeah, we're going to a, we're going to a nicer <laughs> FTV place. Gonna be no, there. We're going that to a nicer place. We're doing this adultish. We're doing a nicer place. Two door room. Love it. No more four door room no, bullshit. Thank God. We're, we're, we're above that now. I love it. Two door when's room. The, when's the trip? Uh, end of March. Great time to do it. Yeah. People will be done with being inside, done exactly. with like the winter blues. This is great. Yeah. This the, is good. I'm, that's I'm when very Harry's excited. getting married too. That weekend? Which weekend? The 23rd. Oh yeah, that's that's the weekend. That's the, okay, gonna be, we're gonna have a, a good recap on the the It'll week be a after great, that. Great yeah. recap. Um, yeah, no, it's um, I like that. I was invited to a collective fortieth birthday. Okay, trip. Are you gonna go? I had to cancel. I'm, I'm, I feel like you don't go to these things. You should go. Ah, uh, yeah. I sound I, like your mother. <laughs> you should go. I had it booked. I canceled it literally a day ago. Why? It was to the Dominican Republic because. There was some miscommunication and my shows got booked in Toronto and Boston. years old? My friends, I think uh, they're the four. Uh, oh, they still invited like the older, you. Yeah. I, I, listen, nice. your Papa JT, you know, goes to all ages. Okay. <laughs> so, um, no, it was like a collective, like they did one at 30, just like you're saying. Right. I, I think it's a great idea. Um, and you said no because you have. No, I booked it and then there was a miscommunication. Then Boston and Toronto got booked the same weekend. So I had to cancel it. But um so please come to those shows. Um, All right, I am make it worth it. Not seeing my friends. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll do one for your fortieth. I would do it. I well, hopefully the bachelor party will happen then. You know. Yeah. Maybe knows? you'll be married by then. <laughs> maybe. You maybe you'll know. have two kids. Who knows? Knocking on all wood. <laughs> no, I I it, I think those trips are necessary, and I think like 
it's something that our generation is hard on themselves about. About taking those trips? Or not our parents, them. I don't know, your parents, yeah, my parents they never, didn't go like, anywhere. they didn't go anywhere. My right. parents, they didn't like, have they, any friends. No <laughs> friends, no nothing. They didn't keep in touch the way we do. Yeah. Um, well, they couldn't, they didn't have the technology. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, like, my parents would go on, like, my dad used to have, like, work trips. Okay. So they would go on these work trips all the time. And, like, you know, you'd hear there was a party and they'd have fun, but it wasn't like, I'm going with my friends that I went to college with. In the way right. we, and I think millennials, I think we're hard on ourselves. I think we generally, oh, well, why, you know, do, we need God, to do, do I need to do this? Right. I'm, I'm a dad, I'm a whatever. And it's like, go fucking do it. Enjoy yeah. it. And you can, travel is just so much different now. Like. So easy. Well, that's why we picked Cancun. Right. Direct flight, direct beach flights, by noon. People who are not in New York, there's flights from everywhere, direct, Absolutely. 20 minutes from the airport. In, leave when you want, come when you want. It's going to be. That's, well, that's the thing. That's when someone does Tulum. This has always been my thing about Tulum. Right. Is that it's a garbage idea. It's someone who doesn't care about it. They're friends. Yeah. Uh, they're building an airport there now. But I'm saying if you're planning. A, yeah. it, uh, what's that? In the, right. In the past. If in the done, past. Yeah. If it, to go fly to Cancun an hour and a half. What is it? Two hours. Two hours, basically. Two hours yeah. from Cancun to Tulum. If you're planning that trip, you haven't thought about anyone else. Right. You've actually... Especially like the older you get, it's more like, we just want to be on the beach. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't need... Right. right. I don't need the, the gym that's out on the beach that has exactly. you know the wooden weights, you yeah. know, like or for a good picture opportunity. You just want to be on the beach. Again, Drinking beach with by noon. Yeah. This is the whole premise. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, so I'm, excited. I'm excited for your trip. Thank you. I'm excited. I'm excited for your brother's wedding. Hear about it. I'm excited. You, you just remind me of the speech. I haven't started. When are you going to write the speech? I feel like you're going to write I'm it like the big, week before. Probably. I. I'm a big when it comes to bachelor bachelorette speeches, and I've given this advice. People ask, you know, because they go, "You talk in front of people. You tell one story that you've told a million times about this person. You're the bat. If you're the best man, best woman, whatever the maid of honor, you've told a story about the person." whose wedding it is. If you right. haven't, then you shouldn't be the fucking maid of honor. Right. So you've told a story, you've told it a hundred times, so you've already fleshed out the beats. You've seen people look away right. and yeah. you cut that you're part done out. you've done your bit. Everyone who does a speech is essentially trying to do a, a bit. Yeah, right? so you've yeah. worked out the bit without even knowing you have. And then you end it by relating it to the couple. Right. Done. You've done it. Right. It's you're sweet. Done. Yeah, you're good. So I, I think I got a story to tell. There's nothing worse than when you do a speech. Women, women make each other do this all the time. I want the three of you to make a speech together. Horrible. Fuck off. No, horrible. No. They pass off the, yeah. the printout. I hate the printout. Right. Lauren is the best. She's right. better than the rest. <laughs> like, Leave it to everyone, one person like, yes. who can tell a story. Exactly. And everyone hates those speeches. No one likes listening to them. I used to do a joke about it. that the, the, the maid of honor speech was all about letting people know how much of friends they were. Right. It was never about in service of a story. It was always in service of I'm here because I'm the number one fucking bit. <laughs> and they had to like tell everyone. So it's like, I'm the friend who did this. And remember that. And it was all inside jokes. You get a lot of inside jokes with the maid of honor speeches. And it's like, keep it broad. Right. Like, let's. Well, it's a tough job, I have to say, because there's a lot more room to make fun of men. And Absolutely. It's, it's socially less, unacceptable right. to be roasting the bride that much. You're absolutely right. do a little right. bit. It's gotten better. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. I found it hard to make a speech about the bride because it, I, I do think it's like a, it's a very fine line. You are, you couldn't be more right. The idea, you can get up. If, if I got married at 40, took you long enough, right. could be said. <laughs> 
Not for not for my forty year old wife. Yeah, <laughs> took you long enough. Right. Can you even have kids anymore? Like, can you imagine? Right. After all the guys you've slept with. <laughs> right. <laughs> and people would do that to a man. Right. You know, it's not in good taste, but they would do it. Yeah, it's more it's more tasteful than doing it to a woman. It's like socially right. unacceptable to do that. No, it's harder. You got to be a you have to be a very good writer to do a a, a way better writer. Yeah. I've seen some creative shit though. So I think it's better Ever when you made of honor. I saw someone at a wedding, a woman, she did like us. She, she was like good at singing and she mm. did like a song. She did, remade the lyrics to time after time to like the thing. And it was so good. It was like the best thing I've that ever seen. That could be fun. I could do something like that. You could do that. And then everyone started like getting uh, clapping into like clapping and doing the thing. And it was just so clever. A it video was, piece. It's the best thing I've seen. Time after time. I can, I, that's in my register. There you go. You could I use bet. it. I don't think anyone at your brother's wedding will have been to the one I was at. <laughs> right. I like this. Hmm. Okay. The wheels are turning. I'm excited. To, I need to I, make sure someone, make sure someone films it. I, I don't okay. The other thing is like, you know, people, when you're a comedian, people, they have something on you immediately. You're vulnerable because when you put yourself out there to be funny, oh, people, yeah. all they have to go is, well, the other one was better than yours and you're a comedian. Like you that's, you yeah. can't avoid douchery like that. Right. No, that's definitely terrific. a thing. So I really have to do well. I have to crush her sisters. I mean, I, think, I, I mean, again, I think you're going to be fine with that. Hopefully. I gotta yeah. start working. It is embarrassing when the when the when the when the maid of honor speech is better than the best man's. So <laughs> why are you doing no to pressure. me? No pressure. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. All right. Couple especially amateurs. I'm a pro. Sisters, especially if they're doing it together, as right. we just said. Um, all right. Let's do. Let's. Do they're some... very lovey dovey. So I think theirs is gonna be a real tearjerker. Okay. So that's so good. You're gonna go a totally yeah. different. Maybe you could do a tearjerker. Maybe I could. You never know what direction I could go in. You could. You know. You never know. We'll find out. Maybe I'll bring in a whole marching band and make it my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll have, are you going to bring a date? No way. Uh, at this moment, Maybe. I'm still sitting with plus one. Okay. You got a plus one though? I think I do. <laughs> you'll find out <laughs> no, when you got, get the yeah, invitation. I haven't gotten the invite yet. All yeah. right. All right. Let's play a game. We, we, gotta, sh we should auction off a date to, uh, uh, the date for the wedding. That would be... That would be a movie. I'll, they you bring a wine no, to you They would get so mad at no, Harry wouldn't be like, care. you'd make the whole thing about you. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> really the and, worst thing. And she has to wear a wedding dress. <laughs> she has to wear white. Right. Yeah. And then you announce your engagement at the wedding. At Yeah, I'll propose there. Yeah. It's like how, how Jared Freed ruins a wedding. I'd watch that movie. Ruthie's listening to this horrified. Right. None of this is going to happen. It's not going to happen. Probably not. We'll Probably see. not. Well, okay. yeah, you know. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my 
hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt show Shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. All right. Hi, J&J. Thanks for always humbling me when I think that I have the craziest dating stories. That's right. Here's- Humble pie. <laughs> Here's my icky or picky. I went on a couple of dates with a guy who called Goosebumps chill bumps. At first I thought it was weird, but it didn't rise to the level of an ick. But then when we hooked up, he thought he was giving me chill bumps because I was so turned on. In reality, I was freezing. (laughs) (laughs) No, that Uh, pussy is not wet. Such a man thing to think. I told him I was cold. Chill bumps from, from me kissing your neck. No, I'm just quite cold. Oh, I told him I was cold and asked for a blanket, but still every time I had chill bumps, he would point them out and say, oh, chill bumps. And what he thought was a sex, I guess it's like, oh, chill bumps. And what he thought was a sexy voice. Chill bumps. He was legitimately proud of himself every time I had chill bumps. Needless to say, this became an ick. Things ended quickly because we had different opinions on wanting kids. (laughs) 
that's why it ended. That sounds like that was more about why it ended than yeah. the chill bumps. But regardless, chill bumps created a short expiration date for the relationship. Is this a justified ick or am I just being picky? Sincerely cold and turned off. So there's an icky or picky. I think... I think I would be really irritated if I was actually quite cold and they like were not doing anything to help warm me up and just kept right. thinking that I was having an orgasm. <laughs> like, Ooh, chill bumps. Oh, wow. You, I guess you're done. Yeah, I can get blown now. Right. Like, no, I would really just like a blanket or a sweatshirt. Right. Thank you. Turn up the heat. <laughs> it sounds like a fun hookup. Um, I think this is picky. You think? Well, the initial annoyance is that instead of goosebumps, they call right. them chill bumps. And then she goes, I get them because I get cold. So it's not like crazy to call them chill bumps. Does he know that he's that it's wrong? I've heard him called chilly bumps. I've heard him called chill who? bumps. Chilly bumps? Chilly bumps, yeah. From who? Goosebumps, chilly bumps, chill bumps. Chilly, chilly bumps? I've heard chilly bumps before. That sounds like a bad strain of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> we got some chilly bumps in the... <laughs> In the bathroom, got a key. Uh, no, I've uh, I've heard chili bumps, and I always thought it was funny. Okay, I, I would say goosebumps, but I've heard chili bumps. Yeah, I think if everything else were good with the person, I would um, be fine with it. Right? I, yeah, that's the thing. Like, if I, I was already think... on the fence, and then they kept saying that, I would be like, "All right." It's more that she wasn't getting off, and he's like, "Oh, look at those right. chill bumps." Like, if she that's was kind getting of off, yeah. She'd be like, yeah, I guess I'll call him whatever the fuck you want. I guess you really like this this boob graze, huh? I can see you're getting the chills. That's the ick, is the Morgan Freeman narration of you getting... Oh, you got your chill bumps. <laughs> she got her chill bumps that day from how wet she got from my girthy penis. Yeah. Is that a good Morgan Freeman? Uh, it's not bad. It, you knew what I was going yeah, for. Yeah. Right. It's not bad. Okay. Yeah. If that's a review of my bachelor party speech. No one ever said. Here's the thing. No one's going to tell you if the speech is awful. Yeah. Maybe your dad. <laughs> yeah. My dad will let me know. What well, do you say? What do I say to every person after their speech? You see the amazing speech. So funny. Well, I loved it. I get a lot of credit. This is it goes the other way, too. When I go to a wedding and I say love the speech to someone, you can tell they like that I told them. Oh, that. okay. You know, because they, they take they they value your opinion. F you can feel it. Did you, you know hear Jared said it was great. Jared, yeah, yeah, right. And I always make sure to give someone a little, a little. Do you bring say them it in. if you don't believe it? Yes. Okay. I, I go <laughs> so up to them. So it doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. Right. But I go up to them and I give them because I know it, it matters. Right. A more. comedian. Comedian. Yeah, comedian. Thinks, yeah, right. Thanks that uh, An speech artist. was good. Right. Then then that person goes on to like start doing open mic nights. That's then I would you know, be Then you got to be insulted. reeled back. <laughs> right. right. Bring him back off the cliff. I was just <laughs> trying to be nice. Okay. Hey, man. Remember when I told you the speech was good? Not that good. You say that right before they go on stage. Right. <laughs> sell Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. 
Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry? Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Let's do an email. You ready? Yeah, you want to read it? Is this just the seven-year itch or something more? So it's breakup January, I think. Yeah, right? I think and people... Emails are coming in. Well, again, post-holidays, nothing on the horizon. Yeah. No, nothing to be blamed now for. Now you're just left with the, per- with the person right in front of you. That's it. You're either in or you're out. Cold and together. My boyfriend and I have been dating for seven years. We met when we were 19 in college and started dating a year later after being friends first. We're both 27 now. Have gone through some major milestones together, both completing our doctoral degrees, moving Ooh. twice, adopting two pets, etc. While engagement is the next step, and we've discussed it seriously, I can't help but wonder if I'm having that seven-year itch. Am I am, am just having, or I'm just having regular old commitment issues, or if we've grown apart in our 20s? For example, while we have the same fundamental values and look on, uh, outlook on life, which I know is extremely important in a relationship, it worries me that we are so different in our everyday lives. While I'm someone who is a competitive marathon runner, my boyfriend never goes to the gym. I am extremely organized and neat. My boyfriend is not a planner. I like to go out on weekends. My boyfriend prefers to stay home. Does he do anything? <laughs> <laughs> All she's saying is the stuff he doesn't do. Right. But. I'm very extroverted. He's very... <laughs> He's in a closet he, all night. Right. Is um, he okay? <laughs> uh, well, these seem like trivial differences on paper. Not, I don't know. You made him sound like he's depressed. It manifests as he, me feeling like uh, having a separate life from him. I go out, have experiences with my friends, travel, etc. And he is never part of it because simply, simply because he doesn't want to do these things. I, I always invite him. 
I'm all for having girls night and even travel by myself quite a bit, but is this normal in a long-term relationship to do so much apart? I've always liked being very independent and sometimes, but sometimes it wears me out that other couples are truly a team and do every part of life together and we don't. It makes me wonder if we have grown apart, if this is just a regular, or if this is just a regular part of growing up in a long-term relationship, and now is the time for us to put in the extra effort come, to come back together. While we both make a conscious effort to find more activities to do together, in the back of my mind, I do wonder if this is normal or if the other couples have it, quote-unquote, easier. And just like doing a lot of the same things together. Or maybe it's just me having commitment issues, the seven, or slash the seven-year itch. Since no one will ever be the fir, uh, perfect fit, after all, people change and life is long. This is the most depressing email I've ever heard. <laughs> life is long. I guess people change. In 27, life is long. Right. <laughs> Maybe all couples go through lulls where they find themselves drifting apart. Any thoughts would be appreciated. Love you both. Seven-year batch. What do you think? I think it's interesting because um, this is like She's focusing on the seven years, but I think seven years when you meet someone at 27 or when you meet someone at 19 are very different. Absolutely. Totally different, like, stage of... You met in a totally different stage of life, and you grow... I would say those are, like, very formative years. It's, like, 20 to 25. Um, specifically, like, people change a lot. The most. And if you're kind of doing those things apart, like, if you're, like, right. just kind of, like, two ships that are, like, going in the same direction, but don't really, like... Do right. Know where... what brings you together right like, you know getting your doctorate like that's a lot of time in school like right you know and like i think like right now she's coming out of the fog of like no more school like they're 27 so i'm sure they're becoming doctors now yeah you know they're done and now it's like it's like empty nests right you Do know we like, still like each other without these other things going only, on and, and now she's like coming right. to terms with that and it's hard but i think like you know i didn't have this experience but a lot of people who meet someone really young it's kind of like if this is really your only relationship experience mm. you have no idea if like it could be better or worse out there and you just right. don't know because you haven't done it so i think that could be like kind of stressful because you're like i'm in it i'm having an okay time it's not bad like could be worse out there maybe right maybe well, it could be, maybe I mean, it, it could be better like this is fine this is fine but yeah. is there a ghost out there that makes my life even better i right. here's what i have to ask you what do you do things with mike that you don't like to do um i definitely did earlier in our relationship um, <laughs> i think i do yeah i do christmas <laughs> <laughs> But there's a sense of um, compromise. Like yeah. you go to events. Right. Yeah, for sure. I'm trying to think what he makes me do. I've gone to like golf stuff with him that I don't really. I think do. this is yeah. bizarre to not mm -hmm. to just be like to go on a trip alone. A trip alone is like that's a sort of an issue, I think. Yeah. I. I what level of effort is being made if, and here's the thing. to share in each other's worlds? And like, where's the compromise? Like, I, I understand this. Like. Well, well he, he doesn't like to go out, so I go out with my friends. Like, well, where where do you? I, I, I think it's like. Well, I think there's a, it's it's a sort of multi-part question. One is like, what are the differences? What's like missing here? And two, how much does it bother you? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And only she can, like, we can't say 
this relationship sucks get out of it because we're not in it and i don't Mm. know how much she values going on trips together or being active i don't think there's a right answer for how much you should or shouldn't value that she's kind of like i would really like to be with someone who shares my interests and goes out with me and we're like having this act a lot of people would be like separate lives love that that works perfectly for me i love doing my own thing right i i don't know i think it's a there's got to be a healthy blend you know like when she's wondering She's attached to this seven-year itch because that's a thing. Right. You know, like if it didn't exist, someone made and it up. And she's at a point where she's like, okay, I have to now, we're talking about engagement. I have to now commit to this thing for the rest of my life. Like I have to sign a paper and say, I want this for the rest of my life. And I kind of just like, you know, where you're like, I, I woke up and I'm here. Like you said, with right. the men with the men and their weddings, it can feel like that right. sometimes. I'm sure it kind of feels like that for her. Like, did I make an active choice to get here or did I start Especially hooking up with a guy the- at 19 and now we're just here? Especially because of the doctor thing. Yeah. Like if they're both getting their PhDs, that's a lot of work and a lot of alone time. Right. And yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's, we can't tell. I, I can't tell these people break up, but I, I can say like, I guess she's got to like, look out to the future. Like, do I see myself doing life alone? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Is that something I want? Right. I don't know. Like, sounds like she doesn't because she's writing in. Right, you're writing in, and you're saying, "I don't mind doing these things alone, but would my life be enhanced by someone that I enjoy spending time with?" Enjoy. I don't think if you're a mar, she says she's a marathon runner and he does nothing. Like, that to me is like an extreme version. But like, I don't know. We, I don't think you have to go to the gym with your wife. No, like it's like. There's a middle ground. I just think there's no middle ground here. Right. I do think about, I mean, at first I think you kind of like, I think it's not necessarily about doing things you don't want to do with the person that you're with. Mm. Um, because I think people prefer to, I don't think there's anything wrong with, with going to a show with someone who actually likes that show instead of the right. person that you're with. But it, there's got to be something that you enjoy doing together. I would assume. She's only talking about the stuff that they do differently. <laughs> right. If there's nothing that they do together, yeah, that's like a separate lives kind of thing. If they're If they have different... I have a lot of like hobbies and interests that Mike doesn't have that I prefer to. I don't want him to come and do them with me. I'd mm-hmm. rather do them with someone who actually likes um, those things. But there's other stuff that we like to do together. Right. You know what I mean? And it's got to be fun to like report on what happened at the thing you like to do with other people who like to do it. Yeah. And it's also got to be fun to like enjoy these things that you guys specifically like together. together. Like, yeah. That, I think that's a hell. I don't think it, doing everything together is the key to a happy relationship. I I think that's the key to the horrific. Yeah. Really. <laughs> no, but I, I, this seems too black and white the way they're working it right now. Like, I think like my next step, if I were her would be like, what are, let's, let's make a list of the things you do like doing together. Yeah. Cause she hasn't mentioned any and maybe right. there are some, and she's just focusing on what's missing. Right. But maybe there are, maybe there's more she thinks about it. The more she's like, Oh, we actually do bond over this thing mm-hmm. or we're both get really into that or we're, you know, we're comfortable in this way. Right. And then maybe bring it to this person, this guy and be like, Hey, I want to like get some stuff on the books for us to like have some more memories. Right. You know, because all I can think about is like the trip I did with my girlfriends and the night out I did with my, and then like, I'm like thinking like, well, we haven't done much in the last year. I'm thinking of these seven things that we do together. Can we plan one from each category? Yeah. I don't know. Like I think math, make it math a little bit more than emotion because there is the emotional, like, just like you said, like she's only bringing up the negative. Right. 
And I do think that like if she plans on marrying this person to say that she has this fear, it's not like the craziest thing. Right. To say like, you know, we're talking about getting engaged. I'm thinking about, you know, we're spending the rest of our lives together. And I'm a little scared that like we don't do enough together and that this is what our life is going to be. Just two people living together doing totally separate stuff. I think to say that to someone, especially if you're not like blaming it on them, if you're making it like a we problem, mm-hmm. then that that's like a really intimate, real discussion. And to make her feel better, 27's not like this is all makes sense. It's happening at 27. She might feel older because they've been together seven years and they got together at 19. So they've probably been the adults in the whole thing. thing. But like 27 is like, that's when people get engaged a (laughs) lot or they break up. 27 is not a weird age to be single. It's not a weird, it's not a weird age to be thinking about these things with the person you're dating. And just be evaluating your relationship that you had from college. I would say now's the time to evaluate it. (laughs) Right. And you're not too late. You're not too early. This is, I think she's on the right track. I, I, if anything, it'd be weird to hear that he hasn't thought about these things. Right. And you could just, I mean, I've seen people do this a lot with their jobs. You know, they, they got a job out of college and they're just still there at like 27, 28. Mm -hmm. And I think it's normal, whether you're talking about a job or a relationship to be like, all right, I've been here a bit. I haven't really put much thought into like assessing how it's going and how much, how longer I want to stay. Right. Now seems like a good time to do that. It doesn't mean anything's bad or good. It just, it's a healthy thing to like, think about it. Right. Yeah. I think this is like, you're going to have a hard conversation, but if they're, they're going to like have it with you. Yeah. And if they don't, you, that's the answer. Right. You know, I don't know. I don't see anything wrong. I like staying home and doing nothing. (laughs) Okay. Right. Well, we don't do anything well, together. That's, yeah, that's, that's the way I want my life to be. Well, that's a relationship that's not getting deeper. Right. And that's a relationship that's stalled. It's one person's not looking to like keep Listen, it moving. I've been in that scenario. You're just hovering above. And you're like, mm-hmm. why am I not pushing forward? And, you know, that could mean the end. There it could. Are, it could but, mean, I mean, it, it could mean she evaluates it and she thinks that there's a lot of really good stuff there that she hasn't mentioned any of in her email to us. <laughs> But it could she definitely whole, be there. She had a chance to write as much as she wanted. She wrote not one positive thing. Doesn't go out. Doesn't run. Never leaves the whole house. She's in a closet. <laughs> Just say. Yeah. And we'll be well, back on Wednesday. We'll be back. We solved dating again. We did it. Proud of us. Boom. Bye. The U Up Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico, Sean Kilby, and Candice Maniga. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico and Shannon Sassone. Social media by Candice Maniga. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at u.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.